BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, yo, what's good? Check it out. This your boy, Elder Sensei. One half of the legendary artifacts. You are right now in tune to my man, Tim Einenkel at the library on rapstation.com. Let's get it popping, y'all. Artifacts. Peace, Elder Sensei. I'm out. Let's go. Brick City veteran and ill juggling records co-founder Beneficence has just dropped his sixth solo LP, Basement Chemistry, which features artists such as Inspector Deck, Master Ace, MC8, Elder Sensei, AEG, Drez of Black Sheep, The Legion, Chub Rock, Minds One, and Estee Neck. It's 19 tracks of pure dopeness. Beneficence, welcome to the library with Tim Einenkel on rapstation.com. Peace, peace. What's going on? It's Beneficence. Cool, man. Thank you so much for joining uh, again. You know, of course, while researching our interview, I had the toughest time, you know, finding any published interviews with you. And I think I even read a, a review about the uh, basement chemistry that kind of kind of mentions uh, how hard it is to find interviews online. Uh, you're obviously not new, yeah. to, you're not new to the game. This is your sixth solo out. This is your sixth album. Why is it so tough to find any published inf- interviews? I really don't know. It's, you know. I do a lot of radio interviews, and uh, you know, sometimes it's it's a little difficult to, um, you know, get the word out of, you know, when you're a true school artist, you know, I don't, I don't have a machine behind me, you know, it's my own label, but you know, still it's a two man show, uh, you know, with, between me and my manager. That's cool. It's like, it, 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 it keeps you, it keeps like the mystery, but also like, you know, the appreciation of the artists. Uh, uh, so it's definitely cool. I mean, it's definitely interesting that it was hard to find you, but at the same time, you're obviously doing great work, so it's kind of great to you know have that. I guess it's a, it's a good problem to have, I imagine. Yeah, it keeps the mystique in, so I I, I like that. I um, like that part of it. So it has a lot of mystique in it. One thing I like about uh, Basement Chemistry, it's a return to '90s hip hop. Uh, what kind of draws you to the era of hip hop, and why did you feel the need to return to the '90s era now? You know, the '90s era—that's the era that you know my peers are in. You know, when I first started, you know, taking everything serious you know, it was the 90s, but my learning, my learning came from 80s hip-hop. Like, you know, UTFO, Just Ice, Rakim, Tila Rock. You know, I grew up on the block with a lot of older dudes, and, you know, just, I, you know, I listened to what they played, and, I, you know, I watched the graffiti that they did. You know, I watched them break. So when the 90s popped off, you know, I just started grasping onto the music that was done, you know, while I was in it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very natural for, for me to do that type of music because... You know, that's the music that I'm used to. That's what sounds best to me. So uh, on the record, uh, and it's kind of speaking of which ties into, on the record, uh, Wranglers and Aces, Asics, um, you spit uh, Chris Beats and Science Ridden Philosophical Vision. That's what hip-hop is missing. Kind of going with uh, what you grew up on and then also talking about the 90s era of hip-hop. 
hip hop. Um, when did you think that the hip hop you loved? When do you think it changed? Like, was there a moment that you were like, "Uh oh, something's happening here. That's that's not what I'm feeling." Uh, it's just you know a lot of you know a lot of um, you know when 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 it was corporatized. You know right. when corporate came in. You know a lot of people you know did everything for the money. You know which which was cool for a minute. You know because everybody needs to get paid. Right. But you know the integrity left the building. Mm. You know, and then um, you know, then I noticed there was a disconnect, you know, from the innovators of the culture, and you know, you you can't be effective and you're disconnected from the root of the culture. Mm. You know, you have people that you know they may believe that they're bigger than hip hop. You know, they don't they don't they don't adhere to the rules and the laws of hip hop. Like you know, there was a thing called um, you know being down by law. Now that means absolutely nothing. So the laws are broken, and it's like, you know, it's every man for himself. And it's like, you know, it's a generational gap, not between all, but it's too many. And you know, and that's what that's what time does. You know, time is not kind to past events. You know, for example, you know, Beyonce is huge right now, right. but so is Diana Ross. You know, so you're gonna have a generation who's gonna have no clue of what Beyonce saying and it's gonna be hard for us to explain how big she was because they're just not gonna get it. You know the organists for the hustlers by the thousands Bagging the cellophane powder Real powers live when they franchise legit Chris beats the science written philosophical vision It's where hip-hop is missing Confidence beat digging I slid in snatched the figures with the bare minimal Your techno sounds pitiful Here's graphic rap ritual Master chemist Vintage velour I mean, is that why for you? I mean, you got some of the artists on Basement Chemistry You have like Inspector Deck You have MCA You have Elder Sensei You have Dres from Black Sheep Chub Rock uh, is that why? Is it? Is this one of the reasons why it's important for you to kind of have these type of artists on that are not new school artists? They're golden era '80s artists. Well, you know, I, you know, because we, you know, my manager and I, we run the label, Illegitimate right. uh, Records. So, you know, we kind of want to give shine to a lot of people that are still very, very, very dope, and, and you know, they don't get a lot of shine. So, you know, if I was on a major and I tried to get these guys on, you know, a lot of them. You know, a lot of them wouldn't make it, not because they're not dope, but, you know, they would say, you know, you know, how many units are they going to bring to the table? And, you know, we, we answer our own questions. We just put them out. So we, you know, we answer to ourselves. Besides, besides obviously, the question of, instead of the response of, you know, obviously how many units would an artist bring is obviously huge to the, uh, as you mentioned, huge to the major label. But what's your argument in terms of, what each of these, for example, each of the artists on Basement Chemistry, what do they bring to the table that the newer generation just is not there? They 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 don't bring, or they're just not there yet to bring to the table. They, you know, the, the the artists that's on there, they're they're raw and uncut, and they they are leaders. You know, they are. You know, they they're not looking to follow a trend. You know, when I when I get them to be on the album, you know, I expect them to you know shine and and everybody who who gets on the album with a guest appearance. They absolutely give me their one hundred percent, so I'm very thankful to that. Uh, I want to continue with uh, some some of the more more of the tracks on the album. Uh, Maui Vacation uh, off of uh, Basement Chemistry uh, does not have a hook at all, which I I really appreciate because it it really shows your amazing ability to create a deep plot with a complex narrative. Uh, as I think I told you, a narrative that I'm I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> 
uh, which, which I think makes is one of the great things about a hip hop album is that, or a song is that you, if you could listen, if you're listening to it more than once, because you're either yes. you're finding new things about it or you're just trying to figure out what the MC is telling you. It's great. Um, so for you, why for this album? Why um, what for this record? Why no hook? And uh, what is the narrative that you want your fans to take away from the record? Uh, Maui Vacation is a, it's just a one verse story. It's you know for entertainment purposes only. You know I kind of wanted a three minute movie type of joint, mm. and um, that changes locations and plots like a James Bond flick. <laughs> and you know, I, and, and throughout I wanted to challenge myself. You know I'm a big fan of storytelling artists like you know the Ice Cube, Slick Rich, Raekwon, Nas, and this joint. You know it shows how a plot going bad to end up. You know, putting you on a vacation in the process. I moved in close to the coach with alibi. When agent steps in, play sands and nickel weapon. Hold my breath in. Somebody headed for corrections, but it ain't me. I struggle, I muscle the deputy. Grab the back of the goods amongst the anarchy. When the sun comes featuring Master Ace, you you really highlight you and Ace paying tribute to the powers of the sun, the light, and how that connects us all. Uh, how did this track come together with Ace? And where did you come up with an idea like this for the track? Okay, I, for, uh, when the sun comes, I um, I came up with the track when I heard the beat. Mm. And, you know, I've always been fascinated by the power, you know, of the sun and everything that, you know, everything that needs the sun to survive. So, you know, I, and recently, probably for the past year, I've been studying the universe and solar systems. And, you know, when the beat was presented to me, you know, I knew I wanted to do a type of reflective song, something like, you know, Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth's Reminisco Lead. And, you know, I worked with Master Ace in the past, and he really liked the joint, uh, the last joint that we did, uh, Reality vs. Fiction. But, you know, which was dope. And I wanted him to absolutely love this joint. So I knew the writing process had to be a little different. I know he likes to be serious on a lot of songs these days. And I thought, you know, I would give, I would give him something that he could just jump on and bless the track, you know. And, and, you know, with that song, it dawned on me that, you know, this is the same sun, you know, that's been around for many years, and that sun has seen many things come and go. Mm-hmm. And, it's, you know, it's also the same sun that melted the ice age. It's the same sun that, you know, the slaves had to work under in excruciating conditions. It's the same sun that can put a smile on someone's face and brighten their day. So, I, you know, I said, this is one song that everybody should absolutely gravitate to. Sitting up in VIP, trying to be like me, but I'm like none. I'll be the dawn of a new day. Illustrious, trust me, it's bound to take the cake like a souffle. Competition get heated when I'm in the kitchen and go off top of the head like a toupee. Any sun rays, you can sunbathe. Brownsville streets where my mom's had a sun rays. A track like this, are you and were you and Ace in the same room, or is it kind of how, how do you? I guess, I mean, you, you've worked, you've, as you mentioned, you've, you've worked with him before. I, I, I give him the concept. No, he, he recorded on his own. You know, I, I gave him the concept, and he said, you know, let me meditate on it. Hmm. You know, it was no rush, and you know, I, um, you know, I, I, I printed the lyrics out. You know, I emailed it to him, and I said, look, here's the concept. You know. You know, my manager called him. He said, hey, what's, what's going on with the track? And he said, look, the concept is dope. I want to get it right. I want to give the fans something special. And, you know, when I got it back, I said, this is exactly, exactly what I need. 
My dues to celebrate, coming straight out the gate and face six to eight in the federal state. Hope the rays illuminate on the grave of Big L and every last fallen soldier who repped the game well. We spin on the carousel. Are you at, are you at a point with, or, or is it more of a professional kind of courtesy? Do you ever? You, you do obviously don't have to name an artist. You've done this too, but do you ever get a, get a track back from an artist that you, you're featuring, and and he, he or she is just not kind of getting what you want, and you ask them to do it again, or has that ever happened? Um, that happened only once, probably once in about thirty five people. Oh wow! You know, I won't I won't say the artist, but it was it was nobody that made the cut on any of my albums. Oh, okay. But it was it was it was kind of a weak verse. But you, yeah, of course, you, I mean, yeah, I'm of course not asking you to put the put the artist on blast. It's just uh, <laughs> uh, um, a, a track I really like is a uh, "Any Way It Goes," uh, featuring West Coast MC MC8. Uh, I always like West Coast and East Coast collaborations because obviously East Coast and West Coast are two different places, uh, and, and obviously two different styles. Uh, when you work with someone like an MC8, do you and and who has a different style than you? Do you have to, or how do you change your style, uh, flow, writing, etc., to make sure the kind of the collaboration sounds like you are two from two separate places, but also it doesn't sound like "quote unquote" messy or chaotic? It's, it's that collaboration was definitely a, a process. Um, you know, again, once I heard the beat, you know, I kind of thought of somebody who I could, you know, who would be on the track, and you know, I immediately thought of beat. And, you know, I met Eight in 95. I met him in 95 at the First Source Awards. And it was a it was a altercation going on with, with him and DJ Quick. You know, it was like a, it was a, it was like kind of like a fight was about to start. And I was, you know, I was asked um, by someone to hold him back. And, you know, in the process, I had, I had him in the corner and we talked. And, you know, he said, you know, do y'all have love for me out here? And I explained, look, he was a minister of society. You know, we love you. With that, and you know, when I contacted him, he was like, "Yeah, of course I remember." You know, it was a monumental day, and you know, again, I gave him the concept, and you know, I, you know, I gave him the lyrics. I said, "Look, you know, jump on it, do your thing," and I really, really, really like how it came out. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a really dope track. Same routine, whatever the day bring. Down for the call, so that mean one thing. Two shots in the air, so the crowd disperses. So it's good with the tails, whopping the first case scenario still on the bottom look them up and down said yeah I got streets watching but I'm no stranger with the West another track I really like is uh, Ghetto Music Rap uh, okay I like all the tracks on the album but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, for, so for you what, what is your definition of a Ghetto Music Rap and then in this record Ghetto Music Rap we're doing it you spit critics say I wouldn't last so how have you lasted this long in the industry you know, ghetto music rap is the raw and uncut. You know, the straight up and down, no special effects. You know, and I think I lasted long because I try to create music that withstands the test of time. You know, I'm you know I'm not gonna. I've, I've never been in a rush to blow up and fizzle out. You know, and I I, I really enjoy being independent. And every release I've ever put out, you know, was from my own money. And you know, it's a blessing, you know, to own your masters, to own your release date. And I think the longevity, you know, comes from reinventing myself when I formed uh, Ill Adrenaline Records in 2010. You know, it was one of the best things I could have done for my career. This game I overstand it since the green eye bandit Remain irrelevant since the new pop standards yeah. Beneficent slick talk, do what I would reprimand Gambit when I move, 
move on the sacrifice advance. Crowds to clap hands, certified jungle music. Uh, Critics said it wouldn't last nowadays to tell them prove it. Yeah. In the world, time's over. Explosive supernova, finest cuts like Cordova. Doing it because I chose to. You a four leaf clover wearing them red October. Come on, you want a fresh Being style. Let me since, uh, new album is. Um, Basement chemistry. Of course, I uh, I reached out to uh, Elder Sensei prior to this interview, uh, who is featured on your record, uh, Blast This Shit. Originators, we might slay us, competing with majors. Stay colossal like the lost city, sitting on glaciers. Sounds the sight guys, so I bubble in Asia. Infrared python, but infrared in the major. Expand and evolve, and just my word and my balls. Some absurd in the pause, shank redemption at sure. With no pretension at all, I force 16 bars. With the machine gun charge, I really mean no harm. To see if he, if he had any questions for you. And he wrote back to me and said, This is quote, uh, I'll, I'll go one question at a time because he, he asked a lot. <laughs> um, he said, okay. he said he he said I would ask him what has he learned with every release uh kind of being that most of them have been released on your own uh so what have you learned being an independent artist um you know i I learned that we don't have to follow the rules of you know of corporate you mm. know sometimes uh you know when we're coming up with release dates you know or we we're trying to uh list the track listing. Um, you know, a, a lot of my albums have a lot of songs on them. And and the reason why is because we don't have to answer to anybody. And and the the science behind it is it's better for the, the audience to hear those songs than to not hear them. So, you know, if we stop at 17 and there's 22 tracks, we put all 22 on them. And at some point, the fans start to love every song. So, you know, in the end, we're glad we put it out. Hmm. Uh, next question he asks is, how many of the features on I, I, Basement Chemistry are would you consider your heroes? Every last one of them. Every wow. last one of them. You know, I, I, I grew up listening to um, Elder Sensei. I grew up, you know, actually DJ K.I. of Artifacts was my first DJ before he joined Artifacts. So he did my first demo. Um, he was doing the first shows with me. We did talent shows. And I went off to college, and he joined the Artifacts. So I was in college like, wow, this dude really went out and joined the Artifacts. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I knew when I left, I knew, I already knew he would be doing production for me. I knew, you know, I knew I would collab with L, you know. And, you know, all of the features, I, I have great respect for them. You know, Master Ace, I've, I've, I've met almost all of the features that I've worked with at one point or another, and it's, it's a blessing to come back and rhyme with them. Obviously, speaking with you, you're, 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 I mean, and you should be, you're very proud of being, you know, going this independent route. And the great thing about being independent is that you, you release these the way you want to release them. Um, so Elle's question is, uh, how do you feel that all your hard work, to see all your hard work kind of unfold the way you envisioned it? it is, you know, it's, it's kind of unbelievable at times. You know, I, I haven't stopped and, 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 you know, took a breath and, and, and looked back. But, I you know, I just pushed forward. And it's funny that L asked the question because, you know, he's somebody who I pattern myself after because, you know, he's one of the hardest working independent artists that I've, you know, that I've had the pleasure to meet and chill with. Hmm. So, you know, he, um, he's a, a huge influence on my career. 
And I think lastly, and, he, and you kind of just answered that. And I, and when he wrote this to me, I, I, I laugh because I expect this as an L question. He said, who has influenced you? Who has influenced you uh, in terms of uh, in New Jersey, in terms of making records? Um, of course, Artifacts, uh, Chill Rob G. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Lati, the whole flavor unit. Um, Naughty by Nature, Lakim Shabazz. You know, almost almost everybody from Jersey, I was a huge fan of. You know, I would rush home to check the videos out. You know, I knew the lyrics. You know, I, you know, I, their their music was in rotation for many years with me. Queen Latifah. You know, I, you know, I, I have a homeboy who actually went to the prom with Queen Latifah. So you know, he came back and gave us all the details and said she's a dope rapper. You know, I was a big fan of you know all of the groups in Jersey. Blast this, boom blast your mass transit That acid, bad habits is still a savage Escalated events cause for pause Musically off, we here to resolve and shit on y'all Cross frauds, show tees, pen at the sheets Minutes to pee, turn up the maximum in the streets Yeah, come on Minus B's lines meet and we march Musically smart and usually we brutally harsh Duty and bar, be true when you're In your track, uh, in, uh, in, in each one teach one featuring, uh Estate Knack, you and Estate take a moment to self-reflect about, as you say on the top of the track, quote, what we need is self-mastery and inner vision. Put the brakes on your life before fatal collision. Um, who is this track for and why write a record like this one? And then lastly, do you think we need more of these kind of records in hip-hop music today? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of, you know, music with a message. Hmm. You know, um, if you look at the top MCs, like, you know, if you say, well, who's your top 10 MCs? Most of them are very extremely intelligent rappers. Right. The Rockin', the KRS, the Chuck D, you know, so I, you know, you know, if, if I have a gimmick, my gimmick is the intelligence in, in my music. And, um, you know, I, and this, and this, outside of hip hop, you know, I listen to a lot of Eagle Scott Heron, TV One, The Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, those, the inspiration from those words are life changing. And, you know, the golden era is full of music that had that message. And, you know, it wasn't based on going to a club or, you know, things like that. But we need, we need more of those songs for sure because hip-hop is so universal now. You know, when kid in Nigeria makes a song, he can influence someone in Japan. First off, I, and I and I've been telling everyone this. First, I want to thank you for having uh, Chub Rock on your album. Quantitative theory, economics 101, a distraction to bypass the summer sun. The lyric may get a hard rock to put down the burner, and maybe I'll adopt them as my Padawan learner. Either way, on the streets, something has to change. The genre is liquefied and rearranged. Don't take it from me, look at the labels falling. No more Simmons or Harrell, CEO type cats on. I think two or three cats are going platinum now. And maybe the legends should have really sat them down. 70% of them are addicted to the sale. 80% of them are going in and out of jail. 90% of them can't really afford uh, He's delivering a master's of classes. Great reminder how good he is. He kind of, you know, he's able to tell a story without forcing his rhyme. So if he doesn't feel like, if he doesn't feel like, uh, 
you know, putting a rhyme, rhyming a two words, so to say, he has that ability to get away without rhyming a second word uh, and getting his point yeah. across. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got what you're saying. The, the rhyme patterns. The, he's very slick. He's a very slick writer. And he, it kind of reminds me of uh, of when you know of, of also on that track, especially. He kind of reminds me of Scarface. And you know, yeah, he yeah, has a casual, conversational type of rhyme style, and it makes it believable too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was dope, man. Yeah, he. So, so even though, uh, I mean, you're, you know, you're a vet of this of the art, but you're also t- talking to you and you know, listening to this album, you, you're also a student of the art. Uh, did you learn anything uh, new that you didn't already know working with Chub Rock on this record? Yeah, Chub. You know, this is. Um, you know, me and me and Chuck, we we worked together on my last record, and um, you know, he's a brilliant guy. You know, he always has great ideas. You know, and we we talk more off the record than we talk about recording the song. You know, he's a he's a very good friend of mine, and um, you know, he knows he knows the history of hip hop inside and out. And you know, anytime we talk, even if it's you know just to ask one question, you know, we end up talking for four or five hours because he you know. He wants to start the whole process of how this hip hop thing, you know, came into existence. And you know, I'm always all ears. Mm. So you know, we talk about you know the, the cadence and rhyme flow. We talk about you know who styles influence who. Talk about which generation you know did this. And it's always he, he loves the music just as much as myself. Is there a pressure that you feel when you're? I mean, obviously, you know, you, you, even though you guys are friends, is there like a extra pressure you feel to? I don't know. It, it impress, I guess, impress them with your lyrics when you're doing a lyric, a, a, a track with them. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, he um, actually um, when we first contacted Chuck Rock on the last album, he didn't respond back for maybe a year. Wow. And he said, you know, and I know he's one who doesn't do a lot of guest appearances. So he said, you know, I, um, you know, he said I dug the name Beneficence. He said I knew it was something different. And when he contacted me to do the track, you know, he was so impressed. He contacted me back to record three other songs. Oh, wow. And I was like, you know, let's do it. And then, you know, when we did this song, he said, well, let's do it again. And, you know, from there, we just built a, a, a you know, a strong bond. And, that, and that's my man. That's my man, 50 Grand. Well, the last track on the album, Make It Hot, uh, featuring the Legion and Dress for Black Sheep. Um, for me, kind of really exemplifies, but in rhyme form, what you say in the intro track and also what the title of the album is. I kind of hear this track with a complex but quote-unquote simple beat produced by the Legion. And I see you guys as like friends just sitting around in your basement, passing the mic around like in a cypher. Was this <laughs> was this the intent for this track? Yeah, um... You know, I worked with the Legion on my last album. We're actually on the Sidewalk Science album. We did the song Empire Stick. And the Legion is, uh, you know, they, they put out releases with Ill Adrenaline. So, we're, you know, we're very cool. And the Legion is also cool with Dread. So we thought, why not? Let's, you know, let's do, the, let's do a song together and make it hot. And, you know, uh, Molecules from the Legion sent me some tracks. And I picked the track for Make It Hot. And I said, you know, let's go. And, you know, the outcome, you know, the, the track was coming along so dope, we figured, you know, we might as well do a video for it. This beat is like foreplay. New niggas messed up the forte with their whack rhymes and childish wordplay. Things ain't real no more. That's what I say. Man, in my era, bodies got dropped in broad day. I make it hot to the cash pile.
is this the for this is this the track that kind of defines the mission of the album for you, or is there a different track that kind of defines the mission of the album for you? Well, each each track on the album, I, I try to keep each track different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm a I'm a huge fan of making a great album. I don't look too much for a single. Um, you know, the the artists who I pattern myself after. You know, like the Master Aces, they you know he makes incredible albums. Right. Yeah. And you, you can't really point to a couple songs that he made that was dope. His whole, you know, every every last album that he puts out is always dope. So you know, the songs that I put out, I try to make them, you know, stand stand as singles. If you pick any song on my album and promoted it, it could stand strong as a single. Mm. So every every track on there, you know, has its own lane, and you know, usually when you read the reviews of my albums, they say the album is dope or this is dope. The album is dope. You know, so every song on there is, is you know, very monumental to me. Do you have a uh, do you have a do you have a kind of a quote unquote sounding board with these albums? Like, are, like who? I mean, how do you know when for you? How do you know when an album is complete? Um, I try to I try to make I try to make the um, it depends on it depends on how many uh, different songs I have. You know, I have the story song, I have my conscious song, I have this song, I have that song, and when I feel I have enough. You know, I need a street joint. If I feel something's missing, I make that song. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I try not to make the same song on the same album. So what, what's for you? What's, what's next? What's, uh, no, I definitely want to tour. I want to tour with Elder Sensei. You know, I want to tour with Dredd. I want, I would like to tour with Master Ace and, you know, really get the music out. You know, every, every time I come out, you know, you always see a lot of fans saying, this is the first time I heard of. Beneficence, and I'm like, you know, really? Like I've been working for almost, you know over a little over 20 years, but you know, it tells me that I still have more work to do, and that's that's very uh, motivating to me when someone says I never heard of you. What's what's the best way for us, of course, to uh, follow what you're doing, and of course, cop the album? You know, you can cop the album from Fat Beats, or um, if you're overseas, you can cop from uh, HHV or Underground Hip Hop. Um, you know, just follow Ill Adrenaline, follow um, Beneficence Real. And, you know, anywhere you see the ill adrenaline, you know, the Beneficence is stamped along next to it. Beneficence, new album, Basement Chemistry. Uh, an incredible album, must get. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the library with Tim Kel on RapStation.com. Uh, just one thing I wanted to mention. Um, I just wanted to, you know, send my condolences to uh, Chuck D's father. Back on the scene, when we collide, I'm killing it. Winning is my tradition. Take on the world and stand alone. There is no competition. Skill is in its prime. No way to diminish mine. Step in on the pressure. I'm a product of the finish line. Though half a hard niggas and gave me half a chance. But I laugh at niggas. Be on your dick like lap dancing. Yo, Tuss, got a twist. I ain't trying to explain. I'm trying to explode. My thoughts, they be on another train. I rise. Congregate amongst the wise in the trenches. My people that'll leave you like you was the park benches. And like... Back in the past, no, I'm packing the blast. Trying to see fat heads like I sit in back of the class. Hand on the gun, though that's what got my man on the run. Body somebody, fuck around and land on the sun. Man, I'm a ton A two-tier tsunamis on the track. Magnificent with beneficence. A legion got my back. Throw darts, get shell-shocked. It's out 
the beast coast rocks. We five deep out of y'all eights. Drops, nines, and cops. Baddest cheekers on the block. Watch performance and stocks. Devise the shystiest plots. Take over hip hop spots. Made men, blade is the pen. We cohorts with ill adrenaline. Gentlemen, cut the middlemen. Cold for like December 10. Who's resembling friend? Not a soul worth mentioning. Name cemented in. Faces on bills with Benjamin. Make it hot. Niggas won't even stand next to you. Make it hot. Niggas won't even stand next to you. Make it hot. Niggas won't even stand next to you. Make it hot. Niggas won't even stand next to you. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.